This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Rebound Jones. Chance for San Antonio. Wemby, the deep catch, the turn, and the flush. Plus the foul. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. It's my fellow Florida Ryan, Ryan Rucco on the call there. I can, Ryan does a great job. I'm good on Wemby. Good on the Wemby stuff. Brian does an awesome job. Now in the number two role for ESPN, congratulations to him and J.J. Redick and Richard Jefferson and that crew. Uh, that the call from last night, Victor Wembanyama's in, or Wemby. 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 Webster. Wemby Stadium. Wemby, Wemby, Wemby. Uh, made his NBA debut last night as the Spurs fall to the Dallas Mavericks at the end of the game. Like, a really entertaining. This was like, I'm trying to go to sleep. and like, I know I need to go to sleep because yep. I'm exhausted. Right and, there with you. you know, can't, you know, because this really, like, generational prospect is making his debut, and he's playing awesome in the fourth quarter, and they might win the game. So stayed up to watch the end of the game. They do lose at the end. Luke and Kyrie kind of take over the game. And just like... Ken, I'll give you the floor here to talk about Wembenyama, who finishes, is in foul trouble basically the entire game. Finishes with 15 points, five boards, um, two steals and a block. Had like an early block, had like a pull-up three in transition. Just like, this guy's an alien. Two things. Number one, hey, officials, no one paid to see you. No one wants to see you. No one wants to see any other player in the game, including Luka and Kyrie, and they're, they're great. We all want to see Wemby. Also, hey, Jeremy Sohan. Hey, Kelton Johnson. Hey, Devin Vassell, how about at the end of the game, you give the people what they want? Can we pass the frickin' ball to Wembenyam at the end of the game instead of playing hero ball and, like, having the ball stolen? Like, can Wemby get the ball with a chance to win or lose? I'm not even saying that as, like, a uh, like a basketball guru, like they should have given him the ball. Just, like, I wanted to see it, and I didn't get to see it because those guys wanted to play hero ball. Also, hey, Greg Popovich, Get a haircut, buddy. You'll look ridiculous. Uh, Ken, your thoughts last night on Victor Wembanyama? <laughs> but he's pop. They're gonna they're gonna be. Uh, I have their under. Was very happy that they lost the game, obviously, because I would like to win that bet, and I need them to lose a lot of games to win that bet. But they're gonna be fun, man. They're gonna be they're gonna be fun losers. They're exactly what they were last night. That's what they're gonna be. Crowd this year. was ramped and, up, man. That was oh, a juiced yeah. up crowd. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. And. uh and you might look at the score and be like, oh, they're going to play shootouts all year. I think it's a lot more about what Dallas does, which is to not play defense whatsoever and score a million points, which was their MO last year, especially once they got Kyrie. Like, they're going to draw teams into games like this. And you saw Luka push the pace a lot last night. That was like a big point of emphasis for him coming into the season. So I, I don't know if the Spurs are always going to be this fun. Like, you look at them on paper and, like, they they may not play games like this all the time. But on Wembenyama, like, it's he, – he played – I mean, if you watch the game, you're like, where is he? He played 23 minutes. 23 minutes. 
And it's obviously almost all of that was dictated by foul trouble. Not all of it, but almost all of it was dictated by foul trouble. And you just, you, you kind of salivate over the idea of, I mean, if you could ever get him on the court for 30, 35 minutes in a game against a, you know, a team with like a, even a mediocre defense, what are we going to see? Like what's going to, what's going to happen? I mean, you saw the, like the flashes last night, similar to what we saw in the preseason, but obviously the final stat line is not particularly compelling. And until the, like the final eight minutes of the game, it was way less compelling than that. Um, and then he kind of starts scoring a little bit, but you just, you see it all. And it might be, you know, you might look and be like, Oh, like only 15 points. Like maybe he won't win rookie of the year. And just as like somebody who watched that game and watched all the other rookies play and then like rewatched some of the other rookies play to be like, okay, like first instant, first glance at like all these guys. Yeah, man. Like he, he winning, <laughs> like he's, he's winning. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like at 15, five, and two, I don't care at all. I mean, I care 0%. Um, and, and there was, you know, another really like promising rookie, Derek Lively playing for the same game for Dallas and his odds like dropped to win rookie of the year and be like, what do you think he is versus what, what Wembenyama is like a generational player who's like the primary, well, gonna be the primary option on the team eventually. And is like the best defensive player on the team. And Derek Lively is like an awesome rim runner. Like that's all, like he had whatever, eight field goals. Like they were all dunks on alley-oops. Like that's what he had. So it's just like, there's a, there's a difference here. Would, I mean, in 23 minutes, I was just like, cool, not going to bet this market for the rest of eternity unless he gets hurt. Um, just, you know, confirmed everything I thought. And he didn't even play much and he didn't even play awesome. And uh, and yet still you just watch and you go, I mean, if I'm thinking this, everybody who votes is thinking this too. Just like we're going to give it to somebody else, really, after watching this stuff. So I think that's that's kind of where I'm at on that. A lively, by the way, 66 to 1, just just for context, to bet MGM. Wembenyama right. minus 145. Uh, Tread Holmgren is plus 350, who like, what were the odds like Yikes. any NBA player this season get, like gets crossed over to the point that they fall down by Andre Drummond? What are the chances that that? I thought happens? he was hurt. Like, <laughs> like, I actually thought so he like, was like seriously injured. He's Chet Holmgren. That's why. Yeah. I agree. And like people, and he looks are, like a spaghetti noodle. Some, yeah. I saw like I didn't see it live, and I saw it on Twitter. Someone tweeted like, "Oh no, Chet!" And then right. I see the play, and I see him fall, and I'm like. Oh no! Like did he like tear his Achilles or something? <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I had the same exact experience you did uh, right. watching that. Uh, Scoot Henderson doesn't have a great game for Portland. They get housed by the Clippers. Whatever. He's plus four fifty. Brandon Miller played well for Charlotte. They beat Atlanta. He's thirty to one. Right. But I mean, Wembenyama should obviously be the favorite. I guess the last thing that I have, Ken, on NBA, and then we'll we'll start with NFL MVP. Um, do we need to be like taken out? Taking out loans to bet Cam Thomas six man after last night, like hashtag was Tyler right? Cam Thomas with thirty six last night air. off the bench for the That's Nets. That's the only thing. I wish that we, we did it. I was air? putting my, I was put, I put my kids to bed and I was texting you guys. I literally like was going through the prop markets for all the games, making sure like I didn't miss anything. And I and Tyler and you and I are on a chain. And Tyler, like big Tam, big Cam Thomas guy. Obviously, people who listen to the show from last year remember that. It wasn't the show years ago. Remember that when he was at LSU. And I see his points prop. And I didn't, I like, didn't have a great feel for like their rotation or what the plan was. And I just put it in the chat, I go, Cam Thomas, nine and a half. Like, is he like not playing? Like, what are they doing? And Tyler was like, oh no, like he, like he's, if he plays, he's going to score. I looked up a bunch of articles just like, yeah, like he's, he's going to play like a lot. He's going to come off the bench. He just can't defend very much. And he just, so his points were up to nine and a half. There were no like his points prop was so low that sports books weren't, weren't offering like ladders on him. You couldn't do 20, 25, 30. you could do 20, which paid a lot. It paid like four to one for him to have 20 points. Couldn't no 25, no 30, no 35, not even offered for him. And I mean, they lose, but like, I mean, just like a, 
a crusher scoring performance. So you asked about, so six man, sorry, you're going to make me talk about this. Six man is really, really, it's, it's always interesting because until you see the rotations, until you see like what coaches are actually going to do, you just don't know anything. And then you see like who some of these coaches are playing and you just go like, Oh, that guy makes a lot of sense as like a six man. Oh, that guy makes a lot of sense. Oh, they're going to do that. Like, that's what this is going to be. And do I think that's going to happen the whole year? So it's all very interesting. The only problem is six man almost always goes to a team that wins a lot and they're not going to win a lot. They're actually going to lose a lot. Probably. In fact, no one is, I don't think anyone's ever in the history of the award one going under 500 and like, but at the same time, if they're under 500, I mean, has anybody averaged 30 a game off the bench? Has that ever even happened before? You think he'd start at some point? So it's. A, I agree with you. Like, I thought about it too. Like, what do I want to do? And to be fair, Dallas, we just did that game. They brought Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench last night. He had the biggest drop in. I got texted about it by somebody last night. Like, hey, do you see this? Like, his six-man odds are going to get bet a lot. And they did. They plummeted. I mean, he was 80 to 1. He's like 18 to 1 right now to win six-man of the year. Because if Dallas does this... And he plays as the sixth man. Like, he's going to score a billion points. He's going to come and score 20 points a game off the bench. So, like, that changed, too. I I want guys on teams that are going to win a lot. That's the common thread in the history of the award, no matter how tantalizing some of these scoring performances are. So, like, Hardaway plays great. Everybody bets him. Camp Thomas plays unbelievable. Everybody bets him. Do we think either of those teams are winning 50 games this year? Like, do we really think that's happening? Like, that's the team that I want. Until, until Cam Thomas is averaging 30 a game in January, and then maybe I'll change my mind. Well, well, tired would be Cam Thomas, sixth man of the year. Wired will be when Jared Allen comes back for the Cavs. Max Struz, sixth man of the year. Or Karis Levert. Levert shot. How many times Levert shoot the ball? Is it 20 shots last night? He made like two of them, but geez. It's kind of, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Uh, yeah, it was a great discussion on the NBA. I guess we could we could move on. We could do a oh, lot man. more, but we, we should move on. Yeah, for now. It's, uh, that's that's like just an appetizer. There's I guess, you don't want to overreact to stuff. It's just it's fun to see the start of things. Like oh, Indiana's fun. Wembenyama's a guy. Like you know, Derek Lively's should play every minute available for the Mavs the rest of the season versus the other players. Just like you start to see some things, you go like oh okay, like oh the the Hawks. Whoops. Like the Timberwolves. Whoops. You know, like you start to see some of that stuff, and uh, and it's just all really interesting. Give me just give me ten seconds here. Like, do you agree with my thought on the Knicks that they were impressive in defeat last night, or am I like way off base on that? The only thing I'd be well, I can agree with you, but also be like, I don't know if that's predictive of like they play really well against the Celtics all the time. So there's there might be something about how those two teams fit together that's really we, we didn't even talk about Porzingis, by the way. But there's something about how those two teams fit together that just is like pro Knicks. Like they kind of have something for the Celtics. I don't know if that's necessarily predictive of like over a whole season or in the playoffs against somebody who's not Boston. Like that that means something. But yeah, like they they played pretty well considering like their stars did not shoot very well. It was a fun game to watch and. And Porzingis was like the star of the show, like laughing and pointing. And was, I've never even seen him do stuff like that. And like, honestly, like good for him. Like the Knicks fans chanting like F Porzingis. Like, uh, I, honestly, like grow Great up. jokes like, on them. Like, 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 right, like what yeah. did, like, also like, what did he do? Like the organization was his fuck. I, I, I think all of this is so stupid. Also like starting to get to the age where like, I want to have a kid soon. Ken's got a couple kids. Like I want to take my son to an NBA game if I have a son and it's going to be like, people are taking half points. This is how I know I'm really old. But it's like, grow, like, grow up, grow up. Like, come on. 
why I hate going to games. Anyway, you better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a uh, tremendous football Thursday. Gave you a, a ton just now on the NBA opening night last night. Now let's turn our attention to some NFL awards. Uh, we'll get to Offensive Player of the Year in a moment. The market was down, Ken, at least when I was looking before the show. Uh, Tyree Kill back at practice today for Miami. Mm. I'd like to sue. I, I, I think Tua should have to serve like a night, go after overnight in jail for what he said yesterday. <laughs> like, you have to spend Even just for scaring for everybody. I like, wasn't, we weren't hell, saying man? to bet things. Like we weren't, I, I, we, I was the one being like, let's make sure he's out. Because if he, and like have a plan if he's out. Like cover some guys that you don't have. Cool. Like, but I'm not. I wasn't like jam McCaffrey. Like that wasn't gonna happen. So uh, I'm I. The word I would use to describe this is relieved. Like I win the most money on Tyreek by far. He is way ahead right now. I would like him to play. So if he's going to play, awesome. Really glad that that's the result of this. All right, so we'll do Offensive Player of the Year in a second. But time now for P-Squared, B-Squared Awards. We'll start with MVP. Jake Fade, the music up. Ken, your favorite to be NFL MVP right now, which should surprise no one, is uh, Patrick Mahomes, who had like a great statistical game last week. And the Chiefs just keep on winning and will probably win the Super Bowl. But that's a story for February. This is a story for right now. Mahomes plus 250. Uh, Co-favorites in second behind him, Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa, both at plus 450. Lamar Jackson is 7-1. to one. Josh Allen, who plays tonight against Tampa, is 10 to 1. Brock Purdy drops to 14 to 1, may not play this weekend. Although, Adam Schefter started to like walk it back a little bit after the show last night. We'll see what happens with Brock Purdy coming up this weekend for the Niners Bengals game. Trevor Lawrence and Christian McCaffrey, both at 25 to 1. Jared Goff is 33 for the Lions. And then Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, all at 50 to 1 at BetMGM. Ken, how are you betting right now, if at all, NFL most valuable player? Well, I think, you know, you, you want to ask a couple questions first. But by the way, the Purdy thing and Tyreek, it's like I almost want to be like, are we sure Deshaun Watson's out? Do we want to call somebody and like make sure that he's not actually going to play? Just everything that like you thought could happen yesterday is now like, ah, actually, you know, not sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, great. I'm going to go watch some more NBA games. Uh, so with this market, you obviously want to ask, uh, do you think you have a vulnerable favorite? Uh, the favorite is the best player of all time who's having one of the two best seasons, probably him and Tua would be your like kind of, a, you know, statistically like they're having the two best seasons by a quarterback right now. Uh, is his team good? Oh, uh, well, they're the best team. Uh, okay. Kind of sounds like he should be the favorite. Kind of sounds like that makes a lot of sense. And it's like, well, do you want to bet him right now? Well, no, because like, again, when we're going to do all these awards and people, I think, have gotten used to the idea that it would be silly if every single week there was like five players in every market that you would want. Like think of how many bets you'd have at the end of the year and think about how stupid that would be. And you'd have bets on every player or something. So I, I think in this, like with this week's version like of MVP. It's a good hashtag sports betting content strategy though. To well, do yeah, <laughs> it's, but it's like, it's kind of like golf outrights or like awards <laughs> and, and future, like NCAA basketball is starting soon. And you'll see people be like, well, I bet this team to win the tournament and be like, yeah, what about the other 17 teams you bet to win the tournament? And like, well, I'll just edge out of them. That's like what everybody always says. Well, I can always edge. Be like, yeah, but you're down 16 units from the other teams. <laughs> so like, what are you getting out of the 17th one? Like, how's that working? And then it, and then it wins and be like, called it. Like, it's like, okay. Well, like, that's what these awards kind of work like. Well, I like this guy. Well, now I like this guy. Well, now I like this guy. Be like, like, I'm going to tell you what I bet the whole time. I'm telling you, like, I got Joe Burrow in this market. Like, that's what I got. And the really interesting thing is if Sam Darnold is going to play, and you like the Bengals in that, this is an if you like a team, then blank. If you like the Bengals in that game, then he ain't going to be 45 to 1 much longer in a bunch of places because they're going to beat the Niners. And that's going to be the toughest game on their schedule. And now what? 
And now is he 45 to one and Brock Purdy's 14 if he doesn't play? So the, the Purdy injury has another application, which is if it makes you want to bet the Bengals, you like the Bengals in the game anyway, then Burrow is the price that is the most likely to drop. Like the rest of the order is pretty straightforward. We can talk about a couple more things with it uh, when we come back from the break, but you don't have a vulnerable favorite. It's going to be easy to price because it's the good quarterbacks on the good teams who have big numbers. That's easy to figure out. And you're kind of just left to be like, who can enter that conversation? Or later in the year, how do you tell the difference between those players? And with, with so little data right now, we haven't played as many games, you're not going to be able to do the second one. You're just trying to figure out, can someone else kind of get in the conversation? And the five players at the top of the market, Mahomes a touchdown favorite, Hurts about a touchdown favorite, Tua almost a 10-point favorite, Lamar almost a 10-point favorite, Allen about a 10-point favorite uh, in the MVP race coming up for this weekend in the NFL. On the other side, more NFL MVP, Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.